We cover our decks and records at a recent popper event at Fantasy Games. Then we find out Derek really hates stickers. What do you think about Unfinity? Tell us at familygatheringpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or at familygatheringpodcast.com. Hi, welcome back to the Family Gathering Podcast, where we keep magic in the family. I'm Val. I'm Derek. I'm Ashley. I'm Jonathan. And I'm Michael. And now what? We have a special guest. So Michael has been on before. I believe once for sure. I think twice. Valentine, can you tell us who Michael is? He is my younger brother. Making sure you get that younger in there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Michael, why are you joining us today? Um, Because I took a very long break from Magic, and I just thought it would be better if I was still playing Magic. So I came back, and I think it's for the better. Okay. So we've got some stuff to talk about today. What are we going to talk about, Ashley? So... What brought you back to magic? Um, probably getting off of like online stuff and like starting to think about like being more social and playing more games and like being around more people. That's right. Paper format finally bringing people offline. And in particular, what was something that kind of drew you as an event to bring you back into magic? Um, probably. Boredom? Yeah. You were pretty bored yesterday. Yes, I was. That's fine. You've been very active playing today. Yes. Yep. yep. That's good. But coming back to Magic, then what did you get to do yesterday? Um, We played pop in a uh, popper event yesterday. That's right. And when I say we, it's actually all of us, right? Yeah. All five Maybe. of us went. All five of us went to Fantasy Games to do the Sunday night popper tournament. And how was it, everyone? I won, totally. Yeah. Well, there is the winner in the room. Um, that was me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess, Michael, how did you do? Let's um, start with you. I surprisingly didn't get in last place. Uh, and it was my actual, like, first tournament playing. And I think I did pretty well for how, I, uh, how I've been playing. You did well. Valentine, how did you do? Pretty bad. You didn't do pretty bad. I got second to last, I think. Oh, you got, like, fifth. Yeah. yeah, like right in the middle. That's you were so... like one place away, I think, from getting prizes. Yeah. According to Jake, you top aided that tournament. Yes. True story. Yeah. Though you didn't bring your experience counters this time. What deck did you play? I played Burn. What did you think of that deck? I love it. I think I'm going to make my own. I think that Burn is much more your play style than red-green energy. Yeah. Infect. Yeah. Only problem is your Burn deck doesn't have any shocks. Infect. It has better than shock. It has... Shock plus one. What does it have? Lightning bolt? Yeah, lightning bolt. Blast, right? the, the really cool lightning bolt that's like etched. I sketched. did get the uh, rule book lightning bolts from the Commander Boulder's Gate set. And I have a really cool one. Not foiling. Oh. <laughs> no. I, I try not to get foils unless I think I can foil the whole deck. Oh. And I'm not going to foil that whole deck. Just not a fan of Pringles, huh? No. All right. And then, Jonathan, what did you play? Um, Tyler's Tribe again. I think that you're making a good decision sticking with your deck. Tyler's Tribe is awesome. Yep. And I've been destroying people from, like... I've been going to, like... I've been to, like, three tournaments, right? Yep. I got... In the first one, I got, like, second. 
Yep. You did. Surprisingly. Got to the final In round. The third, second one, I got um third, right? Mm-hmm. And then the one that we did yesterday, it was tough. I got like, I gotta say, I got at least. I think you got fourth, so you're yeah. kind of trending the wrong way. You Two, went from three, second, third, fourth. That's well, time. There but, was a, a new crew there yesterday, it seemed like. Yeah, there was. It, it was yeah. very tough. There's this one guy who, like, one shot me at turn three. Twice. What was he playing? He was playing this one white deck where he put a bunch of spells on this one creature and then he attacks and he just destroys you. Yep. He was playing a, a white heroic yeah. deck, is Mono what he called it. Yeah. Heroic. So you're telling me that it's not nice when someone kills you on turn three with 20 damage all in the face? Um, Coming from the... It, then. No, if somebody's doing it to you, it's bad. If you're doing it to them, it's good. Ah, so magic's all about perspective. It is. Excellent. Ashley, and what did you play? I decided to... Well, from the last tournament we played, there was a lot of just red going around. In fact, there was another... A lot. Rakdos Burn deck there, so I decided not to take Madness, and recently made a new deck, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, which is a variation on Tron, which uses a bunch of artifacts to try to cycle them through to do artifacty things, and it's really, really good at doing stuff. Not winning? Not really good at actually win con. I mean, it just does stuff. So I did not do well. I think I got second to last. Okay. So I did just realize something though. What? The running joke with Tron is you go one, two, seven. Mm-hmm. And that does seem right up your alley. That that is about how I tend to add. Yeah. Skip a few in there. Yeah. But uh so I as you mentioned, so if Michael didn't win and Valentine didn't win and Jonathan didn't win I and won. I didn't win. I won. You won in your own mind. Oh. That means that Derek was a big winner yesterday at the tournament. You won, Dad? Well, there were other people there, so it's not guaranteed that I did. You just said the winner was in the room earlier. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I did win. So, big winner, what did you play? Uh, I played the black-blue Delver deck, control deck, that I've been playing a little bit. Um, I played it two weeks ago when we went, I think. Mm-hmm. That was the first time I've played it outside of our group. Uh, and I did not do well last time. This time, I think I had some good matchups, and uh, Delver flipped. Holy crap! Yeah, yeah. You, you're playing me, right? And you flipped the Delver. I did. It's amazing how much stronger that card is when it does its job. It is. Hmm. Uh, I played against Jonathan the first round. Um, mm-hmm. very close game two. I want to say. No, I think it, I think it was two. two. I won. Oh. Yeah, but the second game, I, I think, was pretty close. Every single game I played, it was 2-0. Okay. Uh, then I played Valentine round two. Uh, so I played against my own burn deck. That was hard to to beat against because I love, love that deck. I almost killed you. You did. You were very close. I have um, the... My uh, MVP yesterday was a life gain card. <laughs> And that helped me against Valentine. Because if you can gain life against Burn, you're probably okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third round, I played someone I have not ever seen at Fantasy. They were playing a really interesting elf deck that yeah. was very heavy on elves, but then ran a couple of red cards that would ping you every time Did a creature came in. Did you play with them, Michael? Um, yeah, I played against him. Uh, 
I think his name was Justin Ian. Like yeah, just like Justin Ian, but yeah. all in one word. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> he even told the person at the register, "It's Justin and Ian put together." Well, okay. Yeah. When you can't decide on the first name, you're just like, "Both." Yep, you get both. Um. Yeah, he had a really interesting deck, and you played against him, Michael. Yes, I did. You know, Matthew loves elves, so I thought I knew what to expect at first. Mm-hmm. And then he dropped those red cards that were dealing me a damage, and I was kind of shocked. No, echoing, you, were, you were pinged. I was you were pinged. not shocked. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, echoing Decay is amazing against a whole bunch of elves, though. I can bet Matthew would agree with you. He would disagree. <laughs> the, the deck that Jonathan played was definitely very scary. Yeah. And about, I ended up, like, like tricking... I was, I, I was like, it's just a 1-1. One, one. Yeah. I'm not wrong. And then I turned it into a 21-1. Yep. So yeah. we had quite an interesting meta this time around, as opposed to previous ones where we're using a lot of Tier 1 decks Yeah. that we've mentioned before. This one was more like in the Tier 2, and then I came in with it was a rogue garbage deck. Um, well, I would say Jonathan brought a Tier 1. True. Jonathan I brought did. A, probably a Tier 1, 1. 1.5. Mm-hmm. somewhere in there. Uh, Valentine's deck is kind of a mishmash of two decks. Um, so hers is probably technically a two. Yeah. I guess Kiln Fiend was there. Kiln Fiend is a yeah. tier one. But the Kiln Fiend that was played, that I played the last round, is not what you normally see. He was playing red, uh, blue, Kiln Fiend, and Nivix Cyclops, mm-hmm. which is still really good. He had a really good deck, but once again, kind of heavy on the burn you can gain life you're probably okay and i did yep so at that we also had two elf decks mono white heroic that was mentioned earlier and i think that was everybody besides michael's playing a treasure deck yeah yes that deck was very like it was like smooth for the way that i play i think and i really enjoyed playing that deck so i don't know yeah you're gonna keep playing with that it seems like Mm -hmm. okay so we've got some new decks. What do we got? We do. So I ended up building two decks, one of which I took to the tournament, uh, which is actually a version of... Well, I've been trying to look for a way to pivot Tron because technically Prophetic Prism is not allowed anymore. So I want to take it a new direction, and I found one that is all based around playing really cheap artifacts, so anything that costs one or two, and then getting out, um, you know, Three of the guys, I can't remember off the top of my head, makes artifacts cheaper. And then ultimately using that to trigger um, the card that lets you put uh, three, three golems in the play. like a robot, the dudes that make... You know? Yeah, I'll find them here in a little bit. But the, the whole point of the deck is you play a bunch of artifacts, you cycle through them just to get the triggers of it coming into play, and then you can actually play the card that puts them all back on the top of your library and just do a rinse and repeat because most of those artifacts give you the ability to draw. Yeah. So you have artifacts going from your library to the battlefield, to your graveyard, to the library, to the battlefield, to the graveyard, and just cycling through them over and over, and then using Tron just to boost colorless mana. Yeah. So it does a lot of spinning. Yeah, you said that you kind of have to go through the whole deck to accomplish anything. Yeah, to kill you, you just have to go through the whole deck. But, I mean, there are times where I do, uh, you know, weather the storm for... You know, 18 procs, just because all the artifacts are free and they're triggering card draws. And so it was fun to at least play through it enough to realize I'm probably going to pivot that deck a different direction. But just the idea of those artifacts 
cycling through. Kind of gives me some ideas. Yeah. You played against the Tron deck, didn't you, Valentine? Yeah. What did you think on the, you know, opposing side? It was really, I was really, <clears throat> like, Ashley took a while with her turn. Like, she would play one card, draw, 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 draw. Like, that's all she did. Yeah. And it never really killed you? Yeah. But did you win? No. Okay. That's fine. Then. But then but then she gave me the win. Okay. Well, that's okay. What else we got? What new decks? Um, We got a new Infect. You built a new Infect deck. Yes. I played it today. But tell me what caused you to build it and what you think of it. Well, I know that you said that it was good, didn't you, Dad? And then it would be like a cool deck. And then the, the oh, what's blockable? Blighted Agent? Yeah, the Blighted, Blighted Agent, Agent is really good. And one more blockable infect plus one of the gates from the new Baldur's Gate set allows, if you have, so basically this deck is about getting out gates and then using all those gates to make uh, Blighted Agent's health grow up. Mm-hmm. And power and toughness grow up so it can just like one shot your opponent yep, yep. So, so i'm working on a similar deck but not with infect so mine's a, a call gate but i i played yours today and i could never do it in one shot but i managed to get a couple two shot wins mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i like it i, I think the, the green deck was good but it was very bursty and it left you yes. a little exposed which you ran into a lot um, when you took it the first time in the tournament because everyone just kept blowing up your creature. Where this one, I think, is a little more protected. And I, I feel a little more consistent as opposed to exploding and just hoping that you get in with that one. Yeah. It seems like if you lightning bolt the rot wolf or whatever at the right time, then that then the, done. There's Yeah. This one recovers a lot better. Yep. I think that... You're going to win less games on two turns two or three with this deck. You probably won't win any on turns two or three, Mm-mm. but I think you're going to win more games in the long run. Yeah, I probably will run it to the tournament. I think it That's... is a good deck to try. Wait, so there's no band cards in that deck? Nope. Maybe in Commander. Nope. And then the last one that I put together, we didn't get a chance. Well, we played that today. It was the Blue Reanimator deck. Um, which is really good at drawing islands. Yeah, it's a. It needs some landfall triggers. Apparently, It'd be a winner. So. Yeah, um, it was an interesting play, but I think that one also needs some tweaking. Kind of the dangers of when I pick a deck that's really rogue is sometimes that means that deck is not all the way vetted out yet. Yeah, it's and not tuned. It yeah it needs some more iterations before it gets to where it's something that could probably be brought to a tournament. So we'll see where that one goes. The um the deck that Ashley played yesterday, I was very confused about because for a second I thought she was playing a commander deck because of how much health she had. <laughs> Does really, that like... deck win gain life? Uh yeah, it's got one of the storm in it, Uh-oh, and it's also okay. got uh, I think grapple shot, uh, which does a storm to do one damage to a creature. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. that's right. And so it it just because of how many times you're casting things, and every time you play an artifact, you're drawing a card to play an artifact, draw a card. You get a lot of storm triggers on it, so I did do that for 42 because I got two weather the storms back to back. Nice. Yeah. Cool. It helped. So yeah, I'm working on Hogate, which is blue, white, kind of control-ish, with caught or a uh, squadron hawk, 
mm-hmm. kind of a play on an old standard deck, which uses the gates. Yeah. But I don't like to buy all the cards that I know I have. I just have to search through 50,000 cards to find them. There you go. Yeah. So me, Jonathan, and Valentine, Valentine played Commander today. And um, while we were playing, I noticed that Jonathan seems to always have something that's that at least has a f- uh, five toughness and five attack. Uh, like it's like at least that. It's probably because of my uh, my combo that I had, the Vanquisher's Banner, and oh, what what's the card that has um? It's that the pirate flag. Coat of arms. Oh yeah, coat of arms and Vanquisher's Banner combo. I do that on my frogs, and so I had like three people on the board. I played uh that changeling, the frost dude. Frost dude. Yeah, like frost dude. Frostite. I don't know what that is. I'll just call him Frostite for now. Okay. Well, I played him, and he gives plus two additional counters to that creature, and I did Platts Caster, so I gained five counters. Let's test her. So we invited friends over to the house yeah. and you beat him to death with frogs? Yep. Uh, actually, they beat themselves. They surrendered for some reason. That's okay. They just wanted to Yield to do something that wasn't getting beat up by me. Mm-hmm. That's okay. And there's people coming yeah. over soon. I don't think they'll appreciate frogs. Yeah. Who? Today, the <laughs> commander deck that I played. It Who's was coming a, who? I think it was a mountain... It was a mountain, um... You were playing my feather deck. Yeah. Speaking of that deck, it was not... It it took, like, a while to take my turns, but, like, it was for the better. And I ended up, like... Conceding. Yeah, doing a lot of damage to Valentine and stuff. Because me and Jonathan were kind of teaming on her. Oh, I made, like, an alliance with both people so we were all fighting different people at the same time valentine you look like you were gonna say something i also surrendered yes i think you guys both conceded so that we could record the thing is i felt like they were always slightly getting distracted and it it was annoying me because like i wanted the game to end it was going on for like at least an hour does not take an hour to well, play our commander games. We well, just gotta like kill pizza. them. You like pizza, I know. Yeah, I do, but your deck is you're playing my Nekusar deck. It's not very powerful yet. It takes mm-hmm. a while. But it does get to one component of magic is you gotta you can play decks to win, you can play decks to have fun. And usually there are some decks that do both of those, but not all of them. And like the deck I was playing at the tournament, it was fun to play, but was it really fun for the other side? So I spent 15 minutes fun and turn. I think that's why I won yesterday. Because I have fun countering stuff and killing things and winning. And that's what you were doing? And that's what I was doing. Hmm. Works out well. Guys, do you have anything else regarding Popper yesterday? Oh, uh, no. No? Okay. I know Ashley and I have something we want to complain about a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yes, we do. I think... Um. So we were going to have a little bit of a discussion on our last episode and I said, let's hold off. And I'm kind of glad we did because I think that these two cards 
well, one card and this mechanic are kind of connected almost. Mm -hmm. So in Double Masters, there is a card in every pack called Cryptic Spires, which I believe you're familiar with, right, Ashley? Mm-hmm. Um, so when it is it when is it worded when you start the game, you circle the colors that it will be. Yes, I think. If not, it's something very similar to that. Like when it's put into the deck, you have to choose the colors. Yes. Um, I think this is horrible design space. I think so too. Yeah. I, I, I think it's bad design space. I think that while that card really only functions in the draft, it opens up the space for so many other things that they're going to do yeah. that I think are horrible. Yeah, it's not that card. It is that idea. It's kind of where we came. We're talking about the move to alchemy, which we knew was the seed that they were planning to try to do something like this, yes. where they're taking something that is a very static format, because once a card's printed, it's printed. The only thing that they do is maybe clarify rules because those rules may not have existed when the card was printed, or you know something was confusing to a change. player. Yeah, and yeah. rules change, which are... The wording changes enough to change the rule. Yeah. And so, yeah, sometimes that'll change, but for the most part, cards are static. They get printed, they do the things that they do. Yes. And that's where I think, to me, this is kind of really lazy game design is to say here's a half completed card you finish the rest and then go okay now we don't have to design around that later on yeah i i understand that they were trying to help make sure the mana in double masters was playable for a three color format but i think there's other ways you can do it yeah and not to mention it's it's land it's multicolored land there are probably thousands of answers they yes. have multiple color land. And it's it's not even giving you three colors. It's still only giving you two. So just put two color lands in there. Exactly. Print a cycle. Which there's tons of two color land cycles. Tons of two color Honestly, lands. Honestly, you could probably print the Caladime lands in there because those are really popular. They're really good lands. And yeah. they have the land type, which makes them amazing. But the point is like, I don't know what spot it filled. Like, there wasn't a deficiency that was out there. If this was, like, Magic's second year of printing and they didn't have enough cards in the set that they needed to make cards flexible, they could do that. But just to say, here, here's a card that you can change later on, setting a bad Even then, technically, you can't. Because once you circle it, it's circled. Well, then they're going to probably go into rules of, what does this circle mean? Now, if I put a square around it, does that mean that the card is invalid? So... I don't like the design space. I don't like the idea of writing on a card. Uh-uh. To me, that encourages damaging your cards, and I don't like that. Yeah. It's one thing for me to use a card as a proxy, but for you as the game designer to tell me to write on a card, and then after that, that card is probably no good. Yeah. I don't like that. No, and you know, for a, a game in which all competitive play is done with protective sleeves, to introduce something that actually does physically alter a card seems yeah. counter to the entire culture of magic. So we have Cryptic Spires, and I think that's really pushing some really poor and, like you said, lazy design space. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to go super into detail because I'm avoiding as much of the set as I can, but they um, at San Diego Comic-Con, they announced some details about Unfinity, which, Ashley, you've always been a huge fan of the unsets. I have. 
I mean, they're they're fun sets, and you know, as we've seen, they're usually where, I mean, they're fun because that's where they're stretching their design space. And I mean, the cards usually are pretty humorous themselves. But they are. It's something to do. It's a great limited format. Um, just to be doing a draft around it is just it's funny, and it's a lot of just fun. And then they usually put in a few cool cards that you can take away, which historically have been the lands for each of the sets. The, the lands and unsets are always amazing, and we already know that they're going to be amazing for this set. Mm-hmm. It's a space-themed set, so you're getting some space-themed basic lands that are gorgeous, which, again, we've said it, they're knocking the lands out of the park lately. Mm-hmm. And then they are doing um, the shock lands as a space-themed land, yep. which, again, amazing. Mm-hmm. And you can never print too many shock lands. Nope. But one of the items they announced... Well, they announced two kind of mechanics. The one at first I was like, oh, this is this is not good. And it's called tickets. And you get tickets when you play cards. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, I guess getting a ticket is kind of like getting energy. Would you say if I'm just giving you like three tickets, it's also like getting three energy? I can see that. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I can kind of see where they're kind of making the energy because Unfinity is a... Um, space carnival theme. So I kind of was like, okay, I get tickets. Mm -hmm. Don't love it, but I can understand that. But then they announced that there will be somewhere around like 40 sticker sheets and that at the start of each game, you will pick eight sticker sheets to be your sticker sheets for the game and that at various points in the game, you will put stickers on your cards and those stickers will change what your card does. No. Just, no. Which I was like, no, no. I, I don't appreciate this at all. And I was like, to me, this is them pushing the Cryptic Spires playability. Because they're going to go, oh, we gave you Cryptic Spires where you literally write on your card. But now we're going to give you stickers. And the stickers are reusable. And you can change it. That's not what magic is. You could have like a sleeve with just that sticker and then you could take the sleeve off and put that sleeve on there's lots of things that you could do to make this playable i just do not like the idea of having to bring my deck the sleeves on my deck extra sleeves in case the sleeve splits dice paper pen i think i said play mat but play mat the bag to bring everything in probably water and now all your stickers i don't like that yeah, that that makes sense. I don't like stickers either because I'm looking at spoilers. I see like two different stickers, and it's just like, no. Why would you put stickers on the card? I I like the idea of being able to make your own card. That sounds cool, but I do not like the idea of putting stickers on a card and then trying to remove said sticker and then reuse said sticker. Yeah, and I get it's meant to be kind of a joke set, but. Again, they usually try to they start the mechanics in there. Infinity and all the unsets, like you said, to mm-hmm. see which design space people like and where they can take it. Yeah. Because we had made a discussion after the last unhinged or uh, unset that um, mutate was very similar to the like um, graft or graft, not graft. Graft is an actual ability, uh, but no. it's like. Um, there was cards that you could, like, stick together. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's kind of just mutate. Mm-hmm. And you had stated, yeah, that is. Yep. And 
So we know that this is an introduction of something that they probably want to try out. And what's worse is they already have the ability to put stuff on creatures. They're called counters. And if you would, if you think about it, Infinity was supposed to come out in April, then Double Masters. Ah. So that's where Crystal Spires was probably supposed to be. I think that was them trying to make a tournament, like, serious version of a sticker. <sighs> What's up, Michael? Disgusting. Um, I, I think that is a very weird idea to do this. And the, um... Like what Dad said, that you could end up ripping a card or a, a sleeve or something that's just damaging the card or whatever. And I I get that these Unfinity cards are in general not going to be worth a lot of money. They never are, other than the lands. But I just I very much worry about where this will take Magic, and I am very disappointed in them. Mm-hmm. They've done things in the past that I didn't love, but. They figured it out, but I do not think that putting a sticker on a card is the way to go, especially like you said, Ashley. We have counters. We've in it also introduced counters that give abilities. Yeah. So we why can't we just use that? And, and, I don't know. I, it also sounded like I'm you just, hadn't heard about this. I, I'm not. I am full-on shocked and yeah. appalled. And if they weren't all the way in California... I mean, the thing that, that bothers me is I, I get that after 20, almost 30 years of Magic. Well, we're coming up on 30. Yeah. You, you run out of design space, but you know we're currently in a room right now with about 150 board games. I've seen some really interesting card mechanics. And if they really want to expand their space, look to the other kind of format. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's board games that have all kinds of card mechanics that they can look to borrow or be inspired by. But Magic as a whole is really meant about, at least the paper format, being static cards that you modify with tokens or counters. And that's kind of been what Magic's been about. That's the space they operate in. And if I want to mess with stickers, make another game. It's not like they didn't before. Yeah. And I don't think that they need to have tons of new mechanics every set. No. You know, they constantly are like, let's have three new mechanics every set. You don't need three new mechanics every set. You can give me a set with, like, Scry and Kicker and one new mechanic, and I'll be happy. Or go crazy with the existing mechanics. Like, I think... Push multi-kicker. Or multi-kicker, or do... I mean, they had Last Strike as one of the previous abilities. Do Quadra Strike. Really Um, push Double Strike. Yeah. Put, like, Super Trample, as then it takes damage into the next game. Bring a Shadow back. There you go. There's a mechanic that you barely explored. Bring that back. Mm-hmm. But not stickers. Not stickers. No. I'm very, very upset and disappointed. Because I agree with what you said from the beginning. It, to me, is just lazy design. Mm-hmm. I think, like, stickers definitely isn't benefiting anything. It's making it harder to play the game. And, um potentially scared that they're going to start making it like it's like abolishing rules kind you of. could and like but they won't abolish the reserved list definitely not. hey some rules can't be broken or you could just take a sticker and cover the reserved and it just says <laughs> list. list there you go they have something called the list true yeah all right okay well, 
Jonathan Valentine, what would you actually like to have seen in the un- the new Infinity set instead of stickers? What would you do with cards? You got to design your own cards. Um, uh, like Poxies, but the magic, like Wizards of the Coast, actually made them like. So there was a point in time where if you bought these uh, decks called the uh, World Championship decks, you got the deck in gold border. Then you also got 10 or 15 cards. They gave you the card frame, but they were blank. And then you could write on them. Like that. Like, you could bring that back. How long did you explore that for? They never actually explored it. That was just kind of a, in case something gets lost or someone changes the sideboard card and you want to test a different card. And I get that I'm saying you can write on a card there, which goes against script expires. But that was also like year yeah but i mean with that one the reason it was put there is because you couldn't go easily buy or find a card to replace one in that deck or if you wanted to change out the sideboard you couldn't do it with standard cards because they had to be gold bordered so they created the problem and fixed the problem problem. yeah because the the back was different also yeah so that is a different situation between we're just throwing this card in there and saying yeah go for it yes i agree i also know that michael today he was like is quadruple strike a thing, right? You were like, can I add quadruple strike? So that's what we need in Infinity from Michael. Is that what you want? Uh, I think that would be very fun, and it would make it so much more, not harder, but, like, scarier to play. In. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. I so think... I think of all the people in the room that play games, you probably played the most, Jonathan, other than Ashley. What kind of design space would you have liked to see? I want more They've been, like, getting rid of Infet. Well, I mean in Infinity. So, like, pushing the boundary. Oh. All the features of Infet? Okay. We're probably going to get Infect and Dominaria. Really? Just calling it. Really? The Phyrexians are coming back. We need it. We We do. But, I mean, one thing that is nice about Infect, which is a space they haven't explored, is Infect implies permanency of damage. Yes. And, you know, creatures recover every turn. And it's, like, essentially resetting, so... Seeing some sort of design space where you're actually crippling a creature over time is not just, I, I did it one damage, but I didn't do enough, I so... It. I yes. got it. Yeah. Bleeding. Your creature got... There's a creature that has bleeding, so when it gets hit, it loses, like, So is it, like, the turn. opposite of regeneration? It, like, yeah. in a video game, because in a, video, a lot of video yeah, games, regeneration, games like, regen- gradually like recovers is, your health. Like... I know that I've seen in Minecraft people do this, like there's an effect yeah. of bleeding, like sharks bite you, you bleed out, you just... <laughs> so basically... I think that's some interesting creature, design yeah, space. You have a creature that takes damage by a creature that's bleeding on it. Uh, each turn, your creature starts like getting like poison counters, basically. Essentially, they would get infect counters. Yeah. Yep, the keyword would be arthritis. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but it would be interesting. We have lots of cards we've seen in the past where... The creature evolves and grows. Yes. It would be interesting to see the other way around, where it starts out and every time it takes damage, like kind of prevent it, it but then rules, you, you like go dying. down to the next level yeah. of it. It basically like dies of, because it's losing Of old some age. Blood. Yeah, yeah old like age. a machine that has parts oh, being yeah. blown off age. it or something. You take age damage. Mm-hmm. I really think Jonathan's idea is cool. Yeah. yeah. Like, bleeding? If, if we made like a bleeding, like ability or something, like... If you like, could attack yeah. and make someone like uh, it would be like a, a threat on the board. Like no one would want it. Yeah, well, and they can. I know they've touched on a few times, but they've also not done a whole lot 
with planeswalkers. Oh yeah. Like as far as modifying planeswalkers. Even though planeswalkers have been around for a while now, that design space is still not opened much. Mm-hmm. They should be creatures and they should attack. If well, Darth Gideon do. does, and Sarkon does sometimes, but Michael that's about it. Playing a planeswalker today, it was very overpowered. I it was like it got it gave a creature plus one plus one and indestructible, and and it gains one commander point every turn. No, that for that turn only. Mean, yep. That's okay. planeswalkers no. mean like you get to one ability. Hmm. So plus one plus one indestructible, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Well, there's I mean there's again a lot of things that can be done. It doesn't involve drawing on a card or putting a sticker on the card. Yes. But um, it's pretty obvious that uh, when it comes to their design space for Infinity, they're pretty tapped out. 